Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato and this is Preview Day at the 2023 Las Vegas Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts and this week it's the most hyped race in the history of Formula One. Grand Prix racing lands in Las Vegas for the first time in more than 40 years and for the first time on the famous Las Vegas Strip, guaranteeing a visual spectacle like few other races before it. F1 has sunk hundreds of millions of dollars into this race, and it thinks it can make it all back, eventually, by targeting high rollers with exorbitant ticket prices setting the tone. I mean, I guess this is Vegas. But it's not to everyone's tastes, least of all reigning world champion Max Verstappen, who's warned the sport is at risk of losing itself in all of the glitz and glamour. And will the racing be any good? It depends on whether anyone can stay awake long enough to make it to the flag. Jet lag was a major talking point in the Las Vegas paddock, which was operating on a time zone closer to Tokyo than the US West Coast. And at the end of a long season, and having just come off a triple header in the Americas, this will be a gruelling weekend for everyone in the sport. So let's get a first-hand view of the first day of F1's Big Vegas gamble from your host all this weekend in the paddock, it's Luke Smith. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's edition of Pit Pass F1 for the Las Vegas Grand Prix. My name is Luke Smith, senior writer for The Athletic, and I'll be on hosting duties all weekend from Sin City and what has been one of the most hyped up races in recent Formula One history. Las Vegas has been a narrative running right the way through this Formula One season. Ever since Max Verstappen and Red Bull sewed up their championships very long ago now, the buzz around racing on the strip and F1 finally getting to Vegas and all the challenges that come with it, be it the cold conditions, the impact that will have on the tyres, the schedule and even the disruption the race has caused for locals in the city, has really been the main thing we've been talking about in the final knockings of the 2023 season. Liberty Media has bet big on Las Vegas, quite literally, by investing over half a billion dollars in making this race happen. But now the chips are down and it's time to see if Liberty can finally deliver the kind of event it has been building up for Las Vegas in recent months. One of the biggest challenges we're facing this weekend is knowing when to get to sleep. The timetable is really strange. Qualifying is at midnight on Friday and the race is at 10pm on Saturday night. It's kind of like Singapore or Jeddah, both night races, only even worse. And the fact we're then heading to Abu Dhabi next week, a full 12 hours ahead of Las Vegas, is putting a really big toll on everybody. And it meant that jet lag was actually a funny talking point through today's media sessions with the drivers. Yuki Tsunoda admitted he was feeling quite sleepy in the press conference, probably says more about our line of questioning than his own sleep habits, while Kevin Magnussen said he had barely slept last night and would have been awake for over 24 hours by the end of media day. It was quite telling in his answers as they got shorter and shorter that he was quite ready to go to bed. It's one of the few things that I feel I can actually relate to the F1 drivers this weekend, because sleep's been a challenge for me ever since I got to Vegas on Monday night. So when I couldn't sleep this morning, I decided to hop on the media tour that was arranged for 10am, a full 14 hours before the final media session of the day took place. It was a good opportunity to take a look at some of the fan zones and the pit building, as well as the outside of the famous MSG sphere that dominates the Vegas skyline now. 
It was funny yesterday in the Netflix golf event, seeing some of the emoji faces that were being used. I'm sure you've seen them on social media. But now F1 has taken over the whole structure. It will be used throughout the race to show off driver helmets, sponsors and driver cards. But there'll also be some colours of lights that can't be used for safety reasons. Red, yellow and blue could be mistaken for flags. It has been checked by the FIA on safety grounds though and the sphere will be fully functioning throughout the race at full brightness. Now during the tour we also got a chance to check out some of the highly exclusive hospitality suites and a taste of the high life even just seeing what they would be getting. There was a skybox themed like a 1950s Rat Pack Vegas club with red shag carpets and lots of really cool bars and that goes for $13,000 for the weekend. There was also the highly exclusive Win Grid Club that requires guests to shell out 50,000 and I did check that was 5-0 for the privilege of accessing it right the way through the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Now that all buys into the idea of this being a big race for F1 business. Now that was something that we did feel on the tour, it got quite heavy on the sales pitch side from mobile phone networks, credit cards, even a brand of tequila. Ultimately it does pay the bills but is this really what F1 is about? I think that's been something we've been questioning with the identity of the Las Vegas race for many, many months now, ever since we saw those extortionate ticket prices and how much it would cost to stay in Vegas, even if those prices have now climbed down quite dramatically. And it's also something a number of drivers grappled with when we talked to them through Wednesday's media calls. The strongest criticism about the race came courtesy of three-time world champion Max Verstappen. Now, we've all known for some time that Verstappen is very much a racing purist. He's not someone so enamoured with all of the extracurricular duties that need to be carried out that are really part and parcel of being an F1 driver. But he went as far as saying that Las Vegas was 99% show and 1% sporting event and that he had zero interest in all of the pizzazz being built up around the race. Now, before Verstappen spoke, he'd taken part in the opening ceremony that took place on the main straight. There was quite a dramatic light show, there were drones up in the air as well, forming the Las Vegas sign logo, F1 cars as well, and lots of big name music acts, including Kylie Minogue, Journey and 30 Seconds to Mars. At the end of the show, all 20 drivers made an appearance, but Verstappen was far from impressed by having to turn up just to wave to the crowd and then disappear again. He said he was just standing up there looking like a clown. He also stressed having zero interest in attending a red carpet event at the Wing Casino later in the evening, which was something that forced multiple teams into changing their media schedules because of the requirement of their drivers to be there. It was pretty scathing stuff from Verstappen, but he was not alone in airing his concerns about all of the extra stuff drivers have to do this weekend just to appease partners, sponsors, things like that. Lando Norris said he thought F1 had become more and more about the show rather than the racing in recent years and that his main interest was still just to turn up and drive cars. Lance Stroll, he thought F1 was going too much on the Hollywood side of things lately, and that, I quote, he didn't sign up for that part of it at all. It is a sign of how F1 has shifted in recent years. You look at Drive to Survive or how it is sought about cracking America, F1 has really leaned on the personalities of the drivers and tried to get more off-track events to show their real colours. Carlos Sainz spoke about the need to adjust how they approach race weekends moving forward in terms of how the driver's time is used. He feels that the proceedings tended to be a bit repetitive 
again, maybe it's our line of questioning, but it does kind of feel that all of the weekends do put a real strain on the drivers and the amount of time they have to be doing things that aren't related to racing whatsoever. When you throw in all the extras for Vegas, it really does take a huge, huge chunk out of their time. But the other side of the debate is the fact that the drivers are so in demand. That is another sign of F1's strength and success at the moment. Going so heavily on the commercial side of things in a race like Las Vegas is a way to make a quick buck, and quite a lot of them. As Kevin Magnussen puts it, it pays the bills. It's for that reason that Lewis Hamilton urged people to give Las Vegas a chance, expressing his faith in the direction that Liberty and Stefano Domenicali are taking F1. Hamilton said that everybody he knew from Hollywood was coming to the race and that there'd likely be a lot of business being done as a result of the exchanges taking place in Las Vegas this weekend. And ultimately, he is right. This is far, far more than a sport. It's a business and it does want to find ways to make money. I remember Greg Maffei, the CEO of Liberty Media, saying on Investor Call earlier this year they anticipated the Las Vegas Grand Prix would make them a lot of money in the long run. Although costs have been high to get it off the ground and make the race happen, there's likely to be a lot flowing back in this weekend. There's also the achievement of actually making this race happen that really cannot be missed or understated. Talking to the drivers, the sheer fact they'll be racing in Vegas this weekend is not something that they take lightly whatsoever. Daniel Ricciardo said he was in awe of what F1 had managed to do here, pointing out that we weren't racing at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, which is nowhere near Las Vegas, we're on the strip. He also said he's a sucker for Las Vegas, meaning I'm sure he'll soak up the weekend as much as he possibly can. It is really a huge achievement when you think about it for F1 to be racing on the strip. And it's also a clear sign of where the sport is heading under Liberty Media. It's about big statement events and Las Vegas will absolutely be that. And there is still a race to run. It will be worth the same 25 points to the winner just like all the other races this year and there is zero sign that Max Verstappen will let up at the head of the pack as he looks to extend his own record for how many wins in a season. Verstappen admitted there will be a lot of unknowns going into the race on such a new circuit. Street tracks have not been his forte over the years, and there are characteristics that should suit Ferrari quite well. The teams need to ensure the straight line speed of the car offers strengths on the straights, especially down the strip and braking in a straight line is going to be somewhere where the drivers need maximum confidence to get the best possible lap time. But the need to heat up the tyres when it's such low grip out there in the cold conditions means adding downforce could actually help in a way. The simulations they can do can only go so far, and it won't really be until the drivers get out on track that they'll really get a picture of just how challenging the Las Vegas layout and Grand Prix will be. It is an exciting proposition, and I think it does mean that for all of the hubbub over the off-track offering, for all of the talk about how much money's being spent, how expensive it is for people attending the race, what happens on track is still going to be really noteworthy. And I do really think we're in for quite a dramatic race on Saturday. The two opening practice sessions tomorrow are going to be a really good first look for the drivers, an important chance to dial in their cars, build up a little bit of confidence and really see the reality of racing in Las Vegas up against those neon signs for the very first time. So make sure you rejoin me tomorrow. I'll have all of the details and all of the updates from the first day of on-track running for the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Thanks very much to Luke, who's in Las Vegas all this weekend, bringing us the latest from the paddock. 
Make sure you don't miss an update from the Las Vegas Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Luke on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report, your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.